the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, welcome to the Life Inspired Podcast, a podcast about life and faith, family and friendship featuring the women of 104.1 The Fish and 93.9 KPDQ. I'm Summer Shore from The Fish and KPDQ, and I'm joined today by some of my favorite people, Crystal Thornton and Kat Taylor from The Fish. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. Along with our very special guest and my dear friend, Elizabeth Parker. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Now, you and I have known each other since we figured out 25 years. So for a minute, since we were kids. And so I can say with confidence that you were an all-around awesome person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm going to brag on you for a minute. Elizabeth is a wife, a mom of two boys, and a self-proclaimed homebody. She's a rare disease advocate and Baptiste yoga teacher. And she is sincerely passionate about encouraging others by sharing her family's extraordinary journey with Noonan syndrome. Elizabeth has helped to raise thousands of dollars for research and speaking and volunteering and teaching yoga at rare disease events all over the country as a board member for the Resopathies Network. So when she is not volunteering for the Resopathies Network or in the studio, you can find her at home blasting Spotify and singing along with her boys, Judah and Ezra, enjoying local cuisine and concerts and traveling life with her husband, Josh, and planning stellar parties. If you've ever been to an Elizabeth party, it is phenomenal. Uh, And she also goes on outings with her amazing Willamette Valley Power Yoga coworkers. She really loves encouraging other women and rare disease mamas on Instagram. And she's a great friend. (laughs) Thank you and welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you, Summer. I hope I didn't embarrass you too much. No. (laughs) Just just blushing a little bit, but. Okay, well, that's (laughs) So as a state, we've all been kind of in COVID quarantine for almost four months now. And I think we've all had kind of a range of mixed emotions throughout from anxiety to feeling overwhelmed. Um, I know at one point I kind of felt relieved that I was off the hook from being so busy (laughs) Um, and then simultaneously suffering cabin fever. (laughs) Like I've got to get out of the house. Um, So just checking in with you ladies, Kat, how are you guys doing? How are you with (laughs) settling into the routine now that summertime is here? Are you finding that you're at the bottom of your bag of tricks? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And it's funny because now that school is over, I feel a bit of relief that that's finished. I'm like, okay, that's Mm -hmm. one thing I don't have to think about. But then it's like, oh, wait, there's summer without summer camps and without all the normal summer activities. So, yeah, we're kind of hanging in there. My daughter, she's supposed to be, um, you know, VBS. She would usually be at Vacation Bible School right now. And she was so excited to be a counselor this year. So that didn't happen. So she's kind of taken it upon herself to organize this socially distanced summer camp for the neighborhood kids in our backyard this week. <laughs> so as I'm talking to you guys, I'm kind of keeping an eye on her and uh, her, her campers. But yeah, so, you know, we're getting creative, I guess you could say. Yes, definitely. Crystal, how about you guys? Are you going crazy oh. or are you enjoying the time together? Well, I was enjoying the time together. Now I am an empty house. Get excited. Ooh. My husband is a pilot <laughs> for Delta Airlines, so he has left this morning. 
My son went to visit his godparents last week and says he's not coming back. So (laughs) (laughs) after four months of being, you know, quarantined in in, in the house, but everybody, of course, wearing their mask, let's be clear, Mm -hmm. using sanitation, keeping social distancing, six feet apart from each other. Now with the teenagers, I don't know about you guys, but trying to keep kids to remember how important that is and to mm-hmm. stay on task, be disciplined about that has been the one thing that really concerned me when he went to go visit his godparents. And I was like, listen, you guys haven't been anywhere. He hasn't been anywhere. I, I trust that, you know, you guys are going to wear a mask. You're going to make sure that he's washing his hands and all that. kind. Of, I mean, believe me, I went down a list before he left. <laughs> and I was like, cause listen, y'all aren't any younger. And then they were mad. Cause I said that. Hey. <laughs> 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 you are in you are in the bracket okay so you know yeah. you need to be careful so honestly you know at first I was a little sad because I was like I'm in the house by myself but I'm gonna be honest with you I'm gonna enjoy it this week okay <laughs> get excited it's um, a vacation exactly but seriously one of the things that we made sure to incorporate um with rock he's going to be going to high school next year Mm-hmm. Um, he has Zoom meetings with his football team at Central Catholic. Get excited. Woo woo. Um, on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then he uh, was accepted into a summer camp with the Naval Academy. So he's going to be doing that. Um, it was supposed to be in person, but since he's not going to be able to go in person, they're going to do that via Zoom meeting. So there's a lot of camps and things that kids can get involved in with things that they're interested in um, over the summer via Zoom. And that's just been the way we've all been able to communicate. So mm-hmm. um, also, that. The, last thing, the last thing is I got a new puppy. You did. That will keep you. That will, <laughs> yeah. that will keep you active. Come here, Jet. I know that this is a podcast, but he's getting so big. He's getting so big. I'm not going to be able to hold him much longer. Oh, you guys know I lost. You guys know I lost my poodle uh, March the 19th in the midst of all of this COVID pandemic, Mm. and it was devastating. And if you've ever had a pet, you know what that's like. So. Um, the house wasn't the same. So I'm not completely lonely because I have Jet with me. So get yes. excited. And since you cannot see Jet, he is all fluff. He's a beautiful poodle. <laughs> and all we can see is just this silhouette of fuzz and fluff. He's just gorgeous. <laughs> so now, Elizabeth, your family has been in quarantine for quite a bit longer. And you guys will be staying home longer still to help protect your son, Ezra, who has a rare genetic disease called Noonan syndrome. And this really has... Um, qualified you as sort of an expert in quarantine, not because that's what you wanted, but it is kind of just the path and the journey that your family's been on. So will you tell us a little bit first about Ezra and Noonan syndrome and how that's affected life in general, even before COVID? Yeah. So um, Ezra was born with um, leukemia and that was, you know, something that we spent four months searching for a diagnosis for. Um, But once we had that diagnosis, um, it led way to his Noonan syndrome diagnosis a couple months later. And what that meant is we spent his whole first year pretty much housebound as he healed from the leukemia. And as we kind of just got a grasp on caring for this child who had unexpected medical issues. Um, so yeah, we were just kind of thrown headfirst into the deep end um, when he came into our lives seven years ago. 
And so what Noonan syndrome has meant for him the past seven years um, is that he just gets sick a lot. And so quarantine um, and social distancing is kind of something we've practiced for seven years um, Mm -hmm. off and on. There's been weeks at a time. There's been months at a time. Um, It's looked a whole lot of different ways for our family. This is definitely the most um, interesting version so far with the rest of the world kind of also on board in some capacity. So that has been a new challenge in itself. Um, But I felt really equipped the whole time kind of to just make the most of this and um, Mm -hmm. get creative because really the life of a rare disease mom is all about getting creative, um, Mm -hmm. adjusting expectations of what life is going to look like. And, and that's definitely what so many of us have experienced the last, um, it's been 112 days for us. I don't know who's counting, but 112 (laughs) days. Um, yeah. So that's a little bit of the broad summary of the past seven years, um, with quarantine for our family and, and Noonan syndrome with Ezra. Yes. Well, and Elizabeth, you've really taken to social media to help encourage others. There's a lot of people that gain experience like this, but not as many who are able to so willingly share their experiences to help other people. And that's been something that you've sort of made part of your purpose is helping other moms um, with kids with rare diseases, but also I think helping a lot of us that maybe are just getting a tiny glimpse of what you've experienced with quarantine life, helping us to kind of find our bearings and really move wisely through this season right now and care for other families with Newman syndrome and other rare diseases. So I don't feel like it's a coincidence that your middle name is Faith. (laughs) How has your faith played a role in your family's journey with rare disease? Yeah, I think about that often that I think it was divine from just my parents naming me um, Mm -hmm. that my middle name would be Faith because it's definitely been something that... I've had to be reminded of um, so many times through hardships at the hospital and um, seeing as we go through so many painful operations and um, procedures, um, having that word as my middle name is the thing that anchors me. Yeah, just my faith in God is is the thing that has given me so much hope. You know, um, being introduced into the rare disease world, I've seen some really heartbreaking, horrible things, Mm -hmm. not only with Ezra, but just with so many wonderful, amazing, incredible humans that I've gotten to meet. And I just have to keep trusting that God has a plan in all of this. And I can see, yeah, like even in this moment, even right now in COVID-19, like how um, my life and the hardships that we have been through have become a blessing um, to other people, not only in our rare disease community and our Noonan syndrome community, but just, um, yeah, our family members, um, my yoga community, um, just it's gone so far beyond me and our, our little family. And so I just am always reminded uh, that God has a plan in all of this for us. Yes. Well, and I want to take a moment just to celebrate Ezra for a minute. You mentioned that he's seven and five years old was a big milestone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. here we are at seven. Why was five such a big year? And why are we so excited about seven? <laughs> yeah. So when Ezra was first diagnosed with the leukemia, um, his life expectancy was about 50% survival. And, and that was surviving past the age of five. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we made it to that fifth birthday, it was just like such a miracle that yeah. um, he had survived so much and had defied so many odds 
Um, and then, yeah, seven. Now all of a sudden we're at seven and it's just in, incredible. Like I, it's amazing that um, he's seven. One thing about Noonan syndrome, you guys, is that um, people have very small stature. Mm-hmm. Usually that's a typical um, symptom of the disease is that um, there is very small stature. And so Ezra is seven, but he looks like he's about four um, size-wise. He's very tiny. Um, and so... <laughs> It's hard to believe that I have this miniature uh, seven-year-old boy. Um, his personality is, is much bigger than seven. His personality of a 10-year-old. <laughs> no. um, yeah, but um, yeah, seven is a very special, special birthday. And, and mm-hmm. we celebrated it in major style with a very uh, amazing birthday, socially distanced parade with fire trucks and, and the whole thing. Um, it was, it was awesome. really special. Well, thanks for letting us celebrate Ezra with you <laughs> and just the miracle that he is. And his big brother Judah is such a tremendous support and an awesome, awesome advocate and friend to his brother. It's just, boy, I, I feel very lucky. I get to know this whole family and they're just awesome. <laughs> so since quarantine is something that your family sort of has down to a science, um, what are some things you've done to kind of keep your spirits up? And how has your family spent some of this time at home during COVID-19? Yeah. So at the beginning, I would, I would definitely say we had a little bit more optimism and, and steam than we do these days. <laughs> As did um, we all. <laughs> right? yeah. like, we went into it doing virtual karaoke parties and family yoga sessions, um, was working uh, like my way through the Magnolia cookbook, like making <laughs> all of the things and making all of the recipes. Um, you know, it was really funny because at the beginning of the year, I I had written some goals, like spend more quality family time together and, <laughs> and make more meals at home. And I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is not quite what I was talking about. It wasn't yeah. what I really had in mind, but it's, it's actually pretty amazing going back through and looking at this list of all these things that we wanted to do that have been possible because of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other things that we've done and that we're continuing to do now is just kind of beautifying our home and making it a really fun place to be. Cause like as Summer mentioned, we're going to be keeping on doing this for a lot longer. Um, Ezra has, is going to have to be home for much longer than, you know, the majority. And so we're creating kind of like a backyard oasis. We're trying to um, make a stock tank pool. If you haven't heard of that, you should Google it. Um, but we're <laughs> making this little pool in our backyard and lots of fun summer activities, yard games, and, and just a lot of things that we wouldn't normally take the time to do. Now you guys just got a giant connect Four, is that right? right? Did I see that on your Instagram? So it is like regular connect Four, but it is like life size. It is a giant connect Four pieces. And the the little checker pieces that you put in are like the size of a dinner plate or a salad plate. Oh my (laughs) goodness. So much fun. Did you guys make that? Did you find it online? Like target? Target. Yeah, I think it was Memorial Day weekend. I, I I went to town. I just filled up my cart online and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to buy all this stuff before it goes out of stock because we're <laughs> no in this for the long haul. So <laughs> Because I, I went to Walmart and I went specifically to the toy aisle and mm-hmm. everything's gone. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barbies are still there, but <laughs> but it's hard to find a pool or a trampoline mm-hmm. right now. I mean, everything right. is just yeah. Yeah, we, we actually bought a, a basketball hoop at the beginning. We bought a basketball hoop because that wasn't something we had, and that was really hard to find as well. My was it? My lovely niece ended up helping us get one from a local sporting goods store because we weren't going into stores at that point, and they weren't doing any curbside or um, 
online purchases. And so Mm -hmm. we've had a lovely village of people helping us kind of get the things that we need to, to be home and safe with Ezra. That's awesome. It does. It takes a village, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Kat, Crystal, what are some other creative ideas? I know where since the stores aren't as stocked as they once were, like we've had to kind of think outside of the box. Are there any fun things that you guys have had to think outside of the box on? You're having Kat right now, the, the quarantine or the social distancing summer camp. Yes. <laughs> with your it kiddos. is. I mean, and it's hard because so many parents are still working You know, Mm -hmm. during, I mean, it was a challenge when you're working and school, but now it's the summer challenge of working and the the kids being at home. Um, so in a way, I mean, we're kind of helping out some other parents as well, um, by kids being able to come over here for a few hours and, uh, but you know, Mia was super excited. She has something planned each day this week. That's awesome. And you've got them all outside in the backyard where they're all in the backyard. They're all distant. And yeah, so we just clever. go around with hand sanitizer and <laughs> um, yeah, do things like kickball and you know water gun fights later. And so yeah, awesome. we'll see how it goes. A little jealous because we live in a high rise downtown Portland, so Rock doesn't get to go outside and play with his friends, so to speak. So he's stuck with his mom and dad. But what we try <laughs> to do is uh, go down to the waterfront and walk mm. after we eat, just to try to keep that exercise going because it's so important. And I'm so glad that you mentioned your yoga instructor. I love yoga, <laughs> and and during this time, I think it's one of the best exercises you can do mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Um, it is. It's so good cool. for mind, body, and spirit. It, it's, I think, self-care Absolutely. is something that's easy to overlook because we're trying so hard to keep everybody busy and entertained and stay upbeat or stay strong. And I think self-care is one of those things that's easy to overlook. And yeah, Elizabeth, you've actually continued teaching some online yoga classes. Is that right? Right. That's been one of the hugest blessings during this time is um, our studio moved to online classes for a while and now they've opened back up in a you know a much smaller capacity and I have been able to continue teaching from online um and so that's been a huge blessing to me to not have to give that up because it is something that helps my mental health um both teaching and practicing yoga and so um I've been really grateful to continue to do that from home uh three or four times a week I usually teach that's great. And now with Zoom, does that mean that more people could probably join than could in a regular studio space, right? Yeah, sometimes. And from like all over the world, like there's been so classes cool. where I've had people in different countries and, you know, different time zones. And so that's been a really beautiful thing. Like oh, students cool. of students of mine that have, you know, left, left um, town and moved away, like I've gotten to see them again um, in the Zoom, in the Zoom oh, room. So that's fun. been really fun. So if somebody listening today wanted to join one of your classes, how would they do that? Yeah. So just go to the WillamettevalleyPowerYoga.com um, and there'll be a link for online classes and you can sign up there. I teach mm-hmm. right now, Mondays and Wednesday nights and Thursday mornings. Awesome. I'm going to check that out. Um, <laughs> I've done some yoga with Elizabeth. It's awesome. Oh. <laughs> So some other fun ideas. I actually just found out about this today. Hood to Coast, you know, is at the end of the summer. It's the big um, half marathon relay. And they actually are canceled this year because of COVID-19. But they've shifted their focus to a kids challenge. And so they have this virtual half marathon and you can actually register your kids and they can walk or run or move however they want to 
do it um, over the course of a couple of months. And so they can split it up into little bite-sized pieces, which is totally my kind of marathon. Um, <laughs> and, and then you actually just fill out their little log as the parent and send it in and they get a medal in the mail. Oh, that's awesome. It. So, and it's only like 15 bucks to register them. So I was like, oh, that's really fun. I could see my yeah. excited about that. Because then you can still kind of do it in a safe environment, even just around your backyard yeah. or riding your bike or something like that. So, yeah. And it keeps them active <laughs> and off yes. like tablets and things. Oh. Yes, definitely. I want to do it. Yeah, right? no kidding. <laughs> I know. I, want, I, I bet parents could sign up. I mean, you could do it with them. I don't know if you'll get a medal, but <laughs> I'd make you one. <laughs> I know one of the things my oldest son is really excited about is camping, and he wants to do a backyard camp out. And this mm. is the first year that we've had like a fenced in, completely fenced in backyard. And so we're excited to like throw the tent out there and roast some s'mores on our little fire pit. I love that no one has mentioned the PS4. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know many parents are like going, yeah, but you did, Crystal. Of course I would. Because it's the one thing my son loves to do. So mm-hmm. all of these ideas that you guys are sharing really, really are so wonderful because, you know, there are things that the family can get involved in and it's not like separating yourself from your child and going off and doing your own thing and letting the, the TV or whatever it is, you know, be their focus for hours mm-hmm. upon it because if you let them they would be on it 24 7 yeah well it's Am also harder for older that? kids because so much of their social network is online awesome. or on their phone and you know when the kids are little it's easy to say let's go on a walk let's go on a nature hike let's play this game or whatever but that doesn't work so much as they get older so you you know it's a little bit more challenging yeah and crystal our sons are about the same age so i hear you he's on the xbox more than i would care for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm excited he wants to do the camp out. I think that'll be fun. Now, Elizabeth, you guys are super into Legos too. Do you guys have any like fun Lego yeah. challenges or building games that you do? Yeah, we did. Like at the beginning of, of this time, there was that show on TV called Lego Masters. Yeah. And, um, and so that kind of inspired our own little Lego building challenges and and also sorting projects, which, which was um, like hours of, <laughs> of activity, <laughs> sorting out the Legos and... Um, uh, yeah, the boys, the boys spend a lot of time playing Legos pretty much That's every awesome. day. So we're, we're lucky for that. Uh, <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> so are you saying that your Legos are currently sorted by like color and size of brick? They are. Not size oh of brick. Oh my bread. goodness. No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just color. Just color. Just color. <laughs> um, and That's it's something impressive. that I've done like a, a million times over the years that has lasted like about five seconds. But we, I think there was a little bit of um, some kind of uh, threat maybe involved in, <laughs> in uh, mixing the backup at this point. So <laughs> that's one of those things that I see and like there, it creates this inner peace in my very soul, mm-hmm. but I don't have the patience to actually execute. So mm, yeah. I admire you for that. <laughs> it, was a, it was a family effort. Nice. I saw another fun idea where you take um, kitchen sponges and cut them up into strips and then rubber band them together. So it makes this little like star poof and you can actually make a bunch of them, stick them in buckets of water and throw those instead of water balloons. So you still have like the water fight, but you don't have a million pieces to pick up. Oh, I like that. Pinterest came up with this. I was like, that's so cool. And then you only, you know, you don't have to tie the little balloons and stuff. Yeah. Deal with the mess. What do you tie them with? Just like rubber bands, like hair ties. Okay. I think yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I, we're going to try that in our backyard this year. <laughs> I think older kids like that. 
and they're soft, so like, nobody can get hurt, theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> I have boys. They might find a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, what are some things that you're doing for self-care? We talked about yoga and just getting our bodies moving and really having time that's quiet and still. Are there any other things that you're doing right now for self-care? There is always a rainbow in the midst of a storm or after a storm. Uh, one of the things that I've learned how to do, and I hope my hairdresser is not listening, is how to <laughs> hair. Do you know how much money I am saving because I can dye my own hair now? Okay, you guys are going to worry about that. But like $14 versus $115. What? Can you say get excited? Yeah. Um, okay. Press on nails at CBS or wherever instead of getting the, you know, your manicure. Well, now we can get manicures, but there for a minute I was like dying. Press ons were like nine, 10 bucks versus 60, 70 bucks going to a nail salon. Okay. So I got people that are going to be really mad at me, but <laughs> you got to go back you and know. support them. <laughs> right. Exactly. I have, believe me, I can't do, no, my, I know. Own, I can't do my own pedicure. So I did get that recently, but <laughs> bubble bath, um, mask, facials, you know, doing those types of things. Um, if you're, if you've got a spouse, if you're lucky enough and he's willing give you a massage since you can't go get one professionally. I haven't done that one yet. My husband. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it would be nice. I've got the others. Kat, what about you? Um, I think for me, it's been a chance to just kind of have my own time. Um, I'll just go on a walk and put on a podcast on my earbuds and just like zone out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that to be, I need, I need that kind of thing seat <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um, uh, no, but I mean, it's just being able just to get away for a little bit, you know, or go sit in the car, <laughs> read mm-hmm. magazines, read a book, you know, all that stuff that just kind of, uh, you take for granted mm-hmm. being able to do. That's exactly actually what I did last week. I got in the car and I drove just out in the country for like an hour and blasted music and sang mm-hmm. at the top of my lungs. And it was, I came back a new woman. I was ready again to go <laughs> back into the fray. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I hope this doesn't sound old, but has anyone done adult coloring? Oh yeah. I love adult mm-hmm. coloring. Adult coloring. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's a new thing for me. And I am like, I've gone crazy with buying <laughs> coloring books ask me how many times i've done it <laughs> it's therapeutic it's a goal it is it is oh man elizabeth aside from yoga what are some things that you're doing just to kind of recharge and take care of yourself yeah like with crystal i've been doing a lot of like art projects hand making cards and and working mm-hmm. on like lettering and stuff like that Um, yeah, obviously yoga is a huge thing for me. Um, but just like taking my coffee outside in the morning and sitting in the Mm -hmm. sun just for a few minutes, just some really peaceful, um, awesome caffeine time. Like that's (laughs) lovely. Um, just walking around the block sometimes, like not even a long walk, but just getting outside and breathing in the fresh air has been really important. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, we are a family that really likes to ride bikes. And so, um, we like to do that together as a family, but sometimes I take a longer ride on my own. Um, a couple weeks ago, I actually went on a really long ride and ended up in a friend's neighborhood. And so we had a nice socially distanced chat, you know, kind of like halfway through my ride. And that was really, really good for my soul to connect with a friend in that way. Um, so just, yeah, 
just getting creative again, just like coming up with like little ways to escape for a little bit and recharge have been really helpful for me. Definitely. So what are some things as things slowly start to reopen that we as a community can help care for extraordinary kids like Ezra and their families during this time? Yeah, I would just say just to not forget about us. I think uh, what's been really challenging for me is, is accepting that, you know, other people have different kind of rules and, and um, freedoms than we're going to have maybe for, you know, the foreseeable future. And so just don't forget about families like ours, check in with us, ask if you can pick us something up when you're at the grocery store. I mean, that has been the hugest blessing of all is if I've had a friend who's already at the store, you know, just texting me while they're there and saying, hey, can I grab you a couple things? Um, Before I wouldn't have wanted to ask for help, I would have said, oh no, I'm fine. And now I'm like, yep, (laughs) this is what I need. (laughs) Bring it over. Um, And everybody has just been so wonderful um, in that way. And just encouragement, just telling uh, people in your lives, whether they're, you know, elderly that are stuck at home or, or someone, you know, more in my situation with a, with a chronically ill kid, just like, Hey, I see you. Um, I see how hard this is and just keep hanging in there. And I acknowledge what you're going through right now. Hmm. That's powerful. And I think sometimes people can feel like maybe they don't know what to say to encourage. And we underestimate just how simple remembering someone Mm -hmm. and reaching Mm -hmm. out and saying, hi, do you need something from the store? That goes so far. So thank you for sharing that. Because I think that really reminds us that it's not hard. It just takes a little bit of forethought and just, you know, it's really just the little things like groceries. Mm -hmm. It's really that simple, something tangible, Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. um, needed. Yeah. If people are wanting to get involved with helping raise awareness for rare diseases, um, or maybe they're wondering, hey, you know, how can I help make a difference for someone with a rare disease? What are some things they could do? Yeah, so Global Genes is one of my favorite organizations. It's kind of like this all-encompassing group of kind of representing all rare diseases, which can be a little bit more um, accessible for someone who's like, oh, I can't even pronounce that rare disease. Um, that's a good place to start. Um, but that's what I would encourage you to do actually is like learn how to pronounce like you did today, risopathies, like yes. learning to pronounce a rare disease, like the more common um, it becomes to just say it out loud and to like understand it or like, hey, I've heard of that before. Um, that is kind of like the first step in awareness. And that leads to education and then fundraising and eventually like research and cures. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like this whole, it starts very little with just like learning about one, one new rare disease um, and going from there. And will you talk about bethebatch.org? Because I know Ezra for a while there was needing possibly some donations. Right. Yeah. So um, at the beginning, his first diagnosis was called juvenile myelomonocytic leukemia, a very rare leukemia. And so um, at the time, his prognosis was going to be that he needed a bone marrow um, transplant. And so Be The Match is a great organization. You can get a swab kit in the mail um, and be added to the registry. Um, one thing that's really important to note with that is that um, people of color um, are very underrepresented in the registry. Um, and so if you are a person of color and are willing to join the um, bone marrow registry, that's something that's like super important and super mm-hmm. needed. Thank you. That's so important to know. And, and that's be the match.org, right? Yeah. So we'll put all of the links to those pages on our podcast page. And Elizabeth, if somebody wants to um, get connected with you and follow more about your story, um, what's the best way for them to, to stay connected? I love Instagram. So you can find me there, Elizabeth with an S, Faith Parker um, is my handle there. And my website is elizabethfaithparker.com. 
Awesome. And we'll add that link as well. Um, Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been so great. I'm just learning more about you and your extraordinary family. And of course, I love getting to chat with you. So Mm -hmm. thank you for lending us your wisdom and insight today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And Crystal and Kat, thank you. It's always so fun getting together. I loved it. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. And I want to thank all of you listening today as well. You can stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Life Inspired Podcast. We would love to hear how you related to today's episode. And, you know, as you go back out into the fray, I hope our conversation has encouraged you, uplifted you, and even inspired you. 